welcome to a brand new series podcast following on from Mad About Your Swats blog. I'm Nathan and with me I've got Kieran. Hey. But no Sam and no Liam. What a letdown. What a letdown. Can't right. trust them. Let's start with the weekend action from the football. So Chelsea drew against Liverpool with um, John Terry taking the lead and then Luis Suarez. Well, Battle of El Brasico, yo. <laughs> I don't know, it was a good game, but Chelsea owned the first half, Liverpool dominated the second. Had the game gone a bit longer, I could have saw Liverpool win, but one all's fair result, I think. Yeah, all things. When when you look at the season, though, with United beating Villa, you've got to look at Chelsea, should have really won that game. If you look at the teams that Liverpool playing, and yeah. when we move into quote of the week later on, Liverpool's ambitions this season aren't where they need they're to be. They're definitely in transition. I mean, last year they claimed to be in transition, but I didn't really see any transition. They were playing, they weren't playing youth players. This year, they are investing in youth. They are investing in a new way of playing. There's a big change, you know, so they've got to give it time. I think you've got to give Brendan Rodgers time because if he's playing the likes of Suso and, money, and Sterling, and, yeah. and remember, you wouldn't invest four million in Clint Dempsey, so I know. I, if you're putting no money in, you're going to have to give him some time. And I think the fans are actually giving him some time. Yeah, I mean... You, you're backing him. You didn't back Roy Hodgson. I, I'm yet to hear any anti-Brendan Rodgers stuff on Facebook, on Twitter, mm. or anything like that. I mean, it's more been directed at players like Joe Allen, Stuart yeah. Downing. You know, I, think, I think the criticism for Joe Allen's a bit harsh, though, because I think he, as a player, is technically a vogue player, but he just doesn't yeah, deliver the goals. We, you can understand the frustration of the fans. They've bought him in for like 16, what was it? 16, 16, 16 17 million. Mi- 16 million, and they're like, okay, this, this is a guy we're expecting to take us forward. He gets the ball in the middle of the park, passes it back to the defence. I mean, it's like... Mm. A bit like a hockey team, really. Well, yeah, I mean, it's... <laughs> I mean, yeah, you want a bit more attacking. I mean, look what Gerard does. Gerard, you wouldn't say, is a sloppy passer. He's, he's still a mm. great passer, but he knows when to go forward. Yeah. I mean, I saw a remark from a Liverpool fan on Twitter saying if uh, Joe Allen was to take the goal kicks, he'd still manage to kick it backwards. But uh... Yeah, that's a fair assumption. Newcastle fell at home to West Ham. I think that's... I'm not surprised by that. That's a reflection on how well West Ham have done and how well... Well, how Kevin, no- Kevin Nolan going back to his old club. Well, it, was, it was literally everyone's going back to their old club. Mm. Yeah, Sam Aldeish, um, Andy Carroll, yeah. well, Alan Pardew. In, interestingly, the Newcastle did want um, Andy Carroll this week. They've said that they do want to take him on loan. Why? I don't know. I think uh, I, Alan Pardew's had a brain aneurysm or something. But I, I don't know. I mean, I like Big Andy being a Liverpool fan, <laughs> but I mean... Does he, does he, he deliver I consistently? He won't work at Newcastle, I can't see that. I mean, he did, but I don't think he you will. Look at their now track. they've got Barr and Seasake. Is, is he going to muscle any of them out? I can't see it. They're going to need an injury before they put Carroll you, in. But you look at Papi Cissé this season and has he delivered what he did last season? The answer to that is no. You can't, yeah, I don't, you can't disagree he, with that. Yeah, even so, if you have a great season that last year, it doesn't mean you have to have an even better one the next year. I mean, he hasn't been great, but... It's a bit like Hernandez over Manchester United. He had a really good first season. Yeah. Second season was a letdown. He's starting to show some form. Yeah. It's like United come back from... 2-0 down to be Aston Villa I, I, get in the thing is though it's Man United I, even when they were 2-0 up I still went it's free to United I, I, you just know now it's you know they're the pantomime villain mm. that you love to hate yeah. but they well, always Ash, do it well Ashley Young was booed every time he touched the ball well I can't get that I'm sorry Villa fans what do you expect you know, he, he's clearly mm. above Villa standards you're best off getting as much money as you can for him and moving and on and in fairness they got a good deal for him they, they did yeah. didn't invest it very wisely in Darren Bent it seems now exactly but um, I thought Ben Teke had a good game. Ben Teke, he, he is a complete tank, honestly. I think he's a player who can go far. I mean, he's got the strength, he's got some skills. And he's delivered and he's got pace. For Belgium, he is... Him and Morales up front are doing really yeah. well. And you look at them going into their qualification campaign with Hazard, Fellaini, Dembele. Company. Company, Vermaelen. Yeah, I mean, that's a squad. I, I, mean, ser- I seriously think in the next four, four to eight years, I really think Belgium... 
ought to be getting out of the group stages, otherwise they've seriously got to sit down. They have to be, because they've seriously underachieved. I don't uh, know why. I know. You look at the squad, it's like a FIFA Ultimate Team squad there. Yeah. You know, it's just, just Hazard for Laney in midfield. Yeah. They have to be beating teams. Then you've got, you can't say the back of the back, I mean, Mingale, he's, he's not, you know, get, don't get me wrong, he's, he's no Casillas, but he's still pretty he's, good. He's a decent keeper. Yeah, and, he, and you've got company in front mm. of him in defence, so mm. I don't see that, while they're not qualifying for championships. Unsurprisingly, AVB's Tottenham lost again, but this time it was he's in the hands of Manchester City. Well, you, you, you can excuse that, but I can't excuse his right. tactics. Now he was lucky to get to get the Tottenham job, and when Defoe, he, he gets a hat trick in midweek against Maribor, and then you drop him. him. I know you drop him. That that makes no logistic. I got. Sense. I understood that with Adi Bayor, you could just play a bit more long ball. Yeah. Because you, you, you weren't going to pass it through Yaya Torre, no. Barry, and Silva. You just weren't going to pass it. So I get no. the idea there. But really, was it a bit more behind the scenes? Was he being a bit of a nuisance, Adi Because you know he's been gone through so many clubs, and the I, yeah. consistent occurrence has been that managers can't cope with him. Yeah, that is quite. Yeah, you know, if the manager can't cope with him, there's no point in having him mm. selling. Honestly. But that no was the problem. Chelsea with AVB couldn't deal with the older, experienced players. Yeah, but he's only like what yeah, 30, thirty. He's younger than five, me. Five, thirty-six, yeah, something like that. Only, yeah. So you look at like the I, don't, I just don't like his stat. I just don't like the quality he plays. The defense. Look at Chelsea last year. The defense plays so high up the pitch that teams like West Brom and Wigan were getting millions of chances just by a simple through ball. Well, defeat at Wigan at home that proved what uh, how his tactics were, weren't yeah, working. They first, just weren't working. His first game, he was one 0 down to West Brom at home. I think he pulled it back for one one. one. I think one, it, yeah, one, it was yeah. one one. But West Brom still deserves to win that game, and that was a sign of things to mm. come. So I, I'm surprised he wasn't sacked early. I'm not gonna lie. Mm. Well, it, it'll be on the managerial list yeah. for seconds. But how about Arsenal? I mean, throwing away a two goal lead on two set consecutive games. You've got to, you've got to think. What are we That's, doing wrong? That is poor. And then. They start the season really well. Steve Bull. Yeah, I thought they were going to really struggle. I mean, Losing RVP is a big yeah, that loss is a big to any blow. team. I mean, and he's proven at United already how good he was. With I mean, that look at the players they brought in. I mean, Podolski's good. Yeah, Giroud. I do not think Arsenal. Podolski's a bit past it. I, I would say. Yeah, but Giroud's Giroud, not. No. He's not Arsenal standard. I really don't think. I think he's more at home, mid-table club. Honestly, but I don't rate him. On at the all. on the debate of Giroud, you've scored two goals for Arsenal. Fair play, you've. Did, you done well, but I don't get it when you're three-three with Fulham, which a game you should be winning. Yeah. Why do you? Yeah, at home. Why, having already missed one penalty this season, do you not go try and get the hat trick, redeem yourself? Yeah. I don't get that. You're the striker. You sh- unless yeah. there's a captain, unless you've got Stephen Gerrard behind yeah. you, who's a penalty taker. Mm. Do you, do you look at Arsenal squad. You don't go. That guy's cool, no. calm, collected. He's going to score a penalty. I just should have stepped forward. And really, Arteta, you think, oh, fair enough, it's a good penalty taker, took him yeah. But why did he wanted to make amends for the? Penalty he gave away on Brian Ruiz. So, yeah. but was he that in the was, right frame of mind? Really, that was, I think that was a, that was poor when he over that. That was poor. That. Was just, but he just wrestled him to the ground. I he know. knew he'd lost the ball. It's, it's just, just slow. It's just uh, mm. it's just like no one's around me. Where's the call mm. from his defence? You know. And I, when you look at that second goal by Kakanikolic, it's that header. I I think Manoni could have done better on that. I know he's scrambling across the goal, but I, he sort of headed it so slowly. I think he could have got across. Yeah, I thought that, but I. Uh, you, 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 you must see blame, it late. You I can't think, blame Manoni mm. for the whole team's failure. Not for the whole team. But you've looked at Marlon in past weeks against United. He, the poor clearance led to Van Persico. Yeah. He's having a, a shocker of a few weeks. And Koscielny's not playing well either. No. Everton, are they on, on course for the top four? Are they I on course for the top four? I've seen this, and after ten, four games, I was like, no. After six games, I was like, no. Eight games, no. Now I'm a bit more, oh, they could. If they keep yeah, they keep proving mm. me wrong. They're one of the well, someone side that was playing well. They're not playing well in general, but they mm. were playing well. They came back, two goals from nothing let's be, let's be honest the first goal was 
Sorry, sorry, the first goal, you just didn't see it coming. It's through a you yeah. know, swarm of players. Second goal, great play. Mm. But Fellaini, he's, he's on a roll at the moment. Two goals at the cottage. Well, but his value, how much his value has gone up? Well, 10 million, maybe. I, I've read this week that his value is... Well, David Moyes wants around 30 million That's, for him. Well, I don't... Yeah, Moyes, mm. Moyes is always going to want can as he much deliver as con- he can. Can he deliver consistently? David well, Moyes knows he hasn't got a string of players mm. coming in, so he wants as much money as possible. But the problem I, I still value fans. it 20 million. From Everton fans is they are going to have to keep all their stars in January if they have any hope to get in top four. That's just simple. I still don't think Fellaini has said. I think top five, maybe Europa. I could see. Yeah, maybe that's. I don't like. Well, on the terms of Europa, Mark Noble for West Ham has said that they want to be looking to get into Europa. I can't see it myself. I can't see West Ham finishing fifth. I don't think anyone but a West Ham fan can see that happening. I'm no, sorry. I mean, that, that is going to be the eternal optimist for that. I mean, yeah, you look at the teams that the, obviously your Chelsea's, your Man United, your Man City is going to finish the top three. Then you, you got to look who's going to West Ham got to beat. They can allow one more team. Let's call it Tottenham. Oh, that's just a random one yeah. we'll call that that means they've then got to beat off Everton Liverpool Arsenal and Newcastle cannot see him beating any of them yeah I, I can't either but um, looking at the other end of the table I mean keep you out another defeat and I, yeah, it, it is tragic that they've got they've got some good players in there I mean sure you look at Esteban you look yeah. at Esteban Granero he's he is well. a quality player and really yeah, Julio Cesar said this week he, he spoke to Arsenal declined Arsenal joined QPR that, that makes no real sense you've come from Inter Milan treble yeah. winning Champions League side I know Good QPR, that, make, that doesn't make sense to me. Right, he's, he's above QPR. I mean, mm, they, he's definitely above QPR level. But he can do nothing about these goals. They're got, leaking yeah, goals. They, I mean, they've got, it's not like they're a particularly bad side. I mean, they've got like they've got um, Ryan Nelson, they've got Jason Park, they've got some all right players in there. Mm. Tridgebel Cissé. Yeah. But I mean, it's, but then you've got the poorer players like Clint Hill, no disrespect to him. Yeah, but I mean, but, I mean he's not Premier League I think standard. it's more the the mindset and the decision making. Mm. They've made some poor decisions around corners, and also when they're through on goal all the time, they make the wrong decision where to pass or shoot mm. or you know. Hoyler did that. He, he showed Hoyle, against Stoke. Yeah. He ran through on goal, squares it, and it's like just have the shot, can I, I know, think? I Take know. a shot. It's a bit like a hockey team I've seen. You keep losing, you keep losing, and then you just you're used to losing. Yeah. So you can't get out of that rut where you just stop losing. I really can't see them staying up. I'm, they, they did well still last year with fair play to them, but... No, for, the for me, QPR are going down. This, they're, they're they're, they're, I, I see them 20th. If you could have a guess, how long do you think Marquise has got left in his job? January. January. I'd, I'd be in January. I, I, well, to be fair, he might be able to buy in some players. I'm saying, if, if he's given the chance to buy players in January, surely Fernandes going to have to stick with him to, to prove that his tra- transfers have worked. Yeah, I think you can be looking at um, end of December. I, think. I, re- I really don't get Tony Fernandez's strategy for sports teams. Let's, I know, let's buy a really bad team, invest money in them, and get nowhere. He's done it with QPR and Lotus F1 team. Pumped money in, got them nowhere. <laughs> it doesn't work, does it? No. Another team that's struggling, still without their first win of the season, Reading, 0-0 with Norwich. Yeah, but I think it's, it's only a matter of time. I mean, they, yeah, they're getting results, but I think they... Uh, yeah. But Reading need, need, need a turning point in their season, like Norwich did. Yeah. Norwich go and beat Arsenal, turning point in the season. Yeah. Then they go and beat Stoke. So you need a big result. Yeah, you, they, they, they need a big result soon, otherwise... It's gonna, they're going to be too far mm. back. But a team that still have won Southampton, I, it's looking grim for them. I yeah. Well, I go, and put, I go and put Jay Rodriguez in my fantasy football team. Don't play him. No. Now, it's like Ricky Lambert when they had him on the bench. You can't put your best they, players on the bench. They seriously don't look like the same squad that came up from last year. And unfortunately for Southampton, they go and put 10, 11 million on Gaston yeah. Ramirez, who Liverpool wanted, yeah, he's... but didn't invest the money. But I, if they go straight back down, surely he's too good a player to... Yeah. And they're going to get half the price on him. Exactly. It, that, it really makes no sense there. But Swansea, I think they'll, they'll be alright this Swansea season. Swansea should be fine. I went into the season and I looked at them and they're going to go down. They've lost Brendan Rodgers, they've I lost the Joe Allen. 
being Welsh, I was being the optimist, for yes, once you'll do it, they'll pull through, but mm. I was a bit nervous, but I haven't seen the, fir- the start to the season they've made. Michu is, is a top, top player. Yeah, he's, and Keith Sung Young, uh, the, the lad from Celtic, yes. he looks a top player. And Vaughan, yeah. I think what way. Michael Lauder has done, he's, when he was at Getafe, he, uh, he's sort of like tapped an on-tap resource, really, with the Spanish players getting on the cheap. Like, yeah. Michu was like two million. Maybe this could see a trend for other teams in the future, yeah. trying to get... Trying to get managed to all the leagues that don't know the yeah. English league so well, they have they specialise in all ones in foreign leagues. Like Roy Hodgson specialises in the Swedish leagues, sort of thing. Maybe if you know you get someone who specialises in I know, the German or the Belgian mm. leagues, you could then tap into because we get some Belgium, youth. Yeah. Belgium, we've seen have got a great youth yeah. system, and really one of the teams of the season has been West Brom under Steve Clark. You know, you he was I, at your I'm club shocked. Liverpool, yeah. He then um, crushed Liverpool on the first day. but crushed Liverpool. But I think that you look at some of their players, they've done really well. I mean, there's going to be a backlash after Royal Chile. What I still don't get is, the, like, where, where, where West Ham are like, what, sixth? They're all brand new. Yeah, we can get Champions League top mm-hmm. five. West Brom are like, yeah, well, we're, we're top four at the moment, but don't worry, it won't last. We just aim for top, you know, top mm-hmm. half. How can West Ham and West Brom have different views on the same situation? Well, one's been a realist, clearly, and one's been an eternal optimist. Exactly. <laughs> one's run by Big Sam, who's a cocky, you know, so and so. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, West Brom, I mean, Odden Wingy looks a top player. The James team, Morrison yeah. looks a top but player. But you look at the last year's team compared to this year's team, you don't go, well, there, there's your difference right there. There's your, there's your difference right there. That yeah. big sign that I'll tell you who, is, who, is, who has made a, a decent difference, uh, Jakob. Now, they brought him in yeah. from a foreign league. No one had heard of him. <laughs> And now he's proven he they in have, the middle of the party. They have brought in Lukaku, but you won't you won't go. Mm. Well, they reckon he'll the they reckon he'll um, get called back in January by Chelsea because with Torres not delivering, it's like so Torres isn't delivering. Let's put in Lukaku. St- well, st- yeah, but it might be worth a go because Torres. If, if any striker can thrive in front of that I trio think, of matter hazard, and I thing. really really think if Chelsea, the, the only reason Torres stayed this year is because they won lots, you know, Champions League, League like yeah. last year. If they don't do as well this year, which I doubt they will. They'll do better in the league and all that, but I don't think they'll go as well. I feel good about Spain. Yeah, I, I, I now what would be one. logistical though is if they want Falcao, just yeah. offer cash and Torres for Falcao. Yeah, I'd like to come and get Torres. He's as bouncy as you know. Yeah, I, that that would make sense to me. But then he still only leaves off with one striker. Yeah, well, yeah. Right, let's move on to our predictions for this weekend. You can go first, and I go second. Arsenal, the Spurs, North London derby. It's going to be interesting. Haven't seen last year. You can never count Arsenal out, but I am going to count them out and say Spurs two, Arsenal nil. I'm going to differ there because I just think Andy Villas Boas. He is struggling at the moment to get a grip of what tactic he wants, and really at Arsenal with the return oh, yeah. of Jack Wilshere. <laughs> Maybe I'm going to go one nil to the Arsenal. Well, that's the old mm. song, but at home they could do it, but. I still mm. fancy Spurs. I'm still going with Spurs win. Liverpool v Wigan. Now Liverpool have to be looking to get a result here. With they have to be winning by a good, something like good two three nil. But I don't think I'll have, I'm going to go with Liverpool three Wigan one, and it'll be a close game. Mm. I reckon the, the third goal for Liverpool will come right towards the end, and I think Suarez could get a hat trick. I'm going to go with a Liverpool win also. Uh, Wigan on the road look much less convincing than they do. Yeah. Well, despite that, they did win at White Hart Lane. So yeah. I am going to go with Liverpool 2, Wigan 1. Yeah. Uh, but I think that'll be a late Wigan goal. I think it should be a consolation. Yeah, all right. The next one will be City and Villa. Manchester City versus Aston Villa. 
City at home unbeatable, so we know the result there. But uh, you look at it in Aston Villa in the. I, I admit it was the Capital One Cup, but I mean they still beat City, and that had like Jacko. Yeah. But I suppose with Yaya Torre, that yeah. Barry Bannon's just going to get. I'm going to go for Manchester City four, Villa. I'm going for two. I'm going to move for four mm. two to City. I'm going to go Manchester City three, Aston Villa nil. Newcastle Swansea. Newcastle at home again for the second successive home, game. But I, I fancy Swan. I don't know what it is. I I could even see it a Newcastle two one win. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely. But I can even see it a two one win to Newcastle. One, I'm going to win one one. Definitely. Mm. You got to look at it and think. Uh, Michael Loudrup, they're slowly improving. Yeah. And they got a draw away at Southampton. Nathan Dyer probably should have another second straight one one. But yeah, I'm going to go uh, one one also. Right. Um, a draw now. Norwich, the Manchester United Carrow Road. Last year it was close, and they took a Ryan Giggs mm. late winner, and that kept them, you know, in the hunt for the title. Mm. Yeah, ultimately it didn't prevail, but even so, it kept them in it. And um, this year's going to be the same. Norwich have we got weaker, Man United got stronger. Four 0 United. Uh, I'm going to go for an identical result to last season. I'm going to go two one to Manchester United. Wow. Much more comfortable than last season, however. But I just well, think Norwich, nine, you nine, look at Norwich nine. against Arsenal and they, they dominate them. I know that's yeah. Arsenal, but, know, but yeah. you know they seem to up their game against the big teams. This will be an interesting one now. West Brom v Chelsea. That'll be an interesting game at the Hawthorns as well. It's at, oh, at the Hawthorns, right. I was about to, I was about to go with maybe 2-3-0 Chelsea because I thought they'd be too strong. But even though West Brom are good, I'm actually going to go for a sneaky West Brom 2-1. I don't know why, but I, I, I feel they could sneak it. I, I feel it'll be 1-1. Chelsea be pushing forward to get them on the break. Well, Chelsea got a lot of game quick succession. I mean, they got to go to Japan soon for the FIFA Club Cup. Yeah. So you know, I, I, I'm going to go one 0 to West Brom. I think I think they'll just sneak it. Yeah. Just but you look at like Hazard, Matt. I just I don't think they'll be able to deliver. I think West Brom will be able to cope with it. Uh, QPR v Southampton. That is. That bottom is, of the table right, clash. Southampton win this and the whole season you can pretty much go. All right, it hasn't been as bad as we first thought. Mm. If you win this. It is vital. The phrase six-pointer doesn't even come close. Yeah. Hundred-pointer. It's, it's, <laughs> it's a way for Southampton, so they're going to struggle because they haven't been great on the road. To be fair, they haven't been great at home either, but I'm going to go for QPR 1, Southampton 1. We're going for a draw, so you're going for I'm a stalemate. Draw. I was thinking maybe what 2-1 Southampton, but nah, I, that, that, I still oh. think the slump's going to continue. Well, if, let's just face it, if Southampton loses, it's just going to be another long poetry verse by Nigel Adkins. Yep. Uh, that, I and, think that'll be the end for and pretty much him. That'll be the end for Nigel Adkins if he loses that, and I think that'll be the end for Mark Hughes if he loses that. It's beginning of the end for both of them. Beginning yeah. of the end, so it's really. Honest, I can't see any of them being in the job at the end of the season. The team talk's pretty simple for that. Win this, or I'm out of a job. Yeah. <laughs> That's alright, I'll get a big payout. If you, right. if you had to put money on first manager to get fired. Fired. It's not a thing you like to talk about people get fired, but if you had to put money on one of them getting fired first, who'd you go with? I am going with. Nigel Adkins. I'm going with Mark Hughes. Ooh. I think, yeah, he's, he's, he's underperforming. Like Southampton's mm. just coming up, you can kind of excuse them. They've got to try mm. and bed themselves in. Mark Hughes has no excuse, they should be doing better. Especially, uh, especially if Fernandez is more. Uh, I'm going QPR 1, Southampton 0. I think QPR at home, they did show at the end of last season, they're not bad at yeah, home. Yeah, Southampton have been poor home and no, away. I'm still staying. Ooh, Reading v Everton, now that, that, I can't see Reading getting their first win there. It's um, at home, but even so, Everton 3, Reading 0. I'm going to go for a, a dominant performance by Everton, like they did at Swansea. I'm going to go Reading 1, Everton 4. Um, yeah. I think Fellaini's going to have another masterclass. I think Fellaini could get a good 2, 3 I mean, goals. It depends if Morales is fit, though, because he seems to pull the strings a bit more now. Yeah. Jelovic is sort of getting on the end of the goals, but 
like uh, Morales and Naismith, they seem to be doing the legwork. Yeah. And the final game this weekend is Fulham at home to Sunderland. Sunderland I'm wonderful. Give, I'm going to give the momentum of the, not only getting the draw against Arsenal, the way they did it, and surviving the misjustice of that terrible penalty call. I'm going to go for Fulham 3, Sunderland 1. Um, well, Fulham at the Cottage are always strong. I'm going to go Fulham 2... Sunderland now just because Sunderland can't seem to get goals yeah, I mean they've scored I, I six goals Fletcher. they've scored six goals all season five of them have come from Stephen Fletcher yeah, I mean that tells, uh, you, that tells you all you need to know yeah people are saying oh Liverpool that Suarez are useless Sunderland about Fletcher Fletcher yeah, are done, useless yeah. honestly <laughs> moving on to our fantasy football um, I'm first well, hey, well, hey uh, Sam's second not here to talk about that no. Liam third and I forgot my password for the and you forgot your password so basically you're last po- it's worth pointing out that I have Barini as my captain so uh, <laughs> listeners that is all you need to know he's got Barini as his captain <laughs> I need to get that password quick. yeah you need to get a password back <laughs> the top players this week were well it was in the dream team this fancy football wise uh, Javier Hernandez with oh, his uh, hat trick yeah. uh, Andres Weiman yeah. got two goals for Villa and Marlon Fellaini uh, he scored against Sunderland and and a cheeky little back here to Jelovic for the other goal. James Morrison for um, West Brom. He got a goal against Wigan. Uh, he's a good player, man. He's yeah. got him in my team. Kevin Nolan getting the only goal against his old club, Newcastle. Berbatov made the dream team this week. I suppose he did get the two goals against two, Arsenal. Yeah, I, I think I'm not sure. I think he might have gotten an assist for the other one. Charlie Adam was was the Charlie difference. Adam. Well, for Stoke, his yeah. goal it got them mm. the three points. I think he, he had to leave Liverpool though. When you look at it, yeah, oh, no, definitely. But I, mean, I wouldn't the, be putting him in my team. Player that wasn't in there simply because he didn't get mm. enough points, but I think mm. was a possible player of the week was Suarez. Yeah. He, he carried that team. He, and to play how he did, not Petacek today came out, I saw it online, saying that Suarez isn't as bad as everyone's saying he is. He had a Suarez, Petacek knew that when he came out to go you know, towards the end of the game, Suarez yeah. threw on goal. Petacek knew that Suarez might have took a dive there and he probably would have got sent off and it probably would have gained the game. But he, he praised Suarez, which I like to see. It's, fair, it's all fair enough, let's get yeah. on his back and he's cheating. All right, scapegoat. He's, cheating he's basically just a scapegoat yeah. for diving. You've got diving, he's a scapegoat. But now, he didn't dive. You know, everyone's still, oh, he's a diver. Yeah. yeah. So it was nice to see that you know he's you know praised him like that for not diving and people are saying oh he tugged his shirt he, he pushed Ramirez on the goal I'd like to point out that Ramirez had hold of Suarez's shirt at mm. the time and that's why I know I'm biased yes yeah say it all but I think that's why he's pushed him because he's holding his shirt he's trying to get free mm. I did quite, I did find uh, the Suarez celebration quite funny I it's, found just that like, it's just like yeah lad yeah we scored we scored scored and there's around, no one no with me <laughs> and um, also I'd like uh, whoever at the BBC decided to slow a slow motion replay of Suarez running towards the camera please quit your job that was horrible <laughs> the pure cringy embarrassment <laughs> talking about the BBC match of the day you got Alan Hansen and Mark Lawrence uh, Alan Hansen and Michael Owen sorry on the panel what's and, that uh, moustache what's that moustache and beard Michael? I don't know sort, sort it out I don't, mate honestly Freddy, I accept Movember but you don't want to look like an it's absolute mo- it's, not, it's Movember not the beard yeah. not like the tiny little beard you do not want to look like a tool yeah. completely not There's a line. and they were talking about substitutes if you haven't already seen it and yeah. Alan Hans was like, "Oh, uh, so have you uh, played lad. much as a substitute this season?" <laughs> yeah, Alan Hansen lad. Uh, I mean, uh, and also, he's like, talk, he was like talking about the goals that Suarez you scored this season. He's like, Jason, you scored. Oh, oh no, wait, you haven't. No, wait, Michael, you scored. Oh, no, nah, never mind. Mate. Lad, yeah. Get it, yeah. Oh, top lad. <laughs> 
Right, the quote of the week I got this week. Quote of the week. Uh, this was from Brendan Rodgers, and he said, We are a long way off in the league at the moment. If you can finish above last season, then that would be a success. Now, it, 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 there's two sides to this. One, yes, I suppose it is, but you can't just go, Okay, I just I just scraped the head of the last manager, therefore I'm a better improvement on last year. Yeah, but surely when the owners a few... Well, it wasn't that long ago when Kane Daglish was in charge. It was like, fourth or nothing. Fourth or nothing, you're sat, kind of thing. Now it seems to be, if they finish eighth or above, no, they've they, done they, well. Finish, I think they'll finish eighth or above. I, I'm saying think I should know I mean I'm a Liverpool yeah, but I should that, be confident you, you should be definitively Sixth proud to say we will finish fifth, in the top. fifth the best because I certainly don't think Arsenal and Tottenham are strong enough to be miles ahead no. even if they haven't a strong start sixth maybe seventh wouldn't surprise me eighth I'd be very but disappointed I know, you, I know you're in transition but surely that there's shows the height yeah. that shows the height but, of your ambition. It, I know this is the old if you've had a bad start to the season you point out who you've played. It is worth pointing out they have the only hard team they've got is Tottenham. Liverpool fans need to keep the faith, look at December fixtures, they've got six very Well, easy we'll games. see what happens this weekend, because if you don't get a result against Wigan, we will yeah. be back here talking next week about what's gone wrong. Next week, December, six easy games. I'm hoping for a good like well, fifteen points plus from them. Now it's time to move on to Formula One. Okay, well, we, well, this weekend will mark the 42nd US Grand Prix. It'll be the 10th circuit in Texas to host it. We've previously been at Sebring, Riverside, Watkins Glen, Long Beach, Detroit, Phoenix, Indianapolis, Caesars Palace and Dallas. Ooh. It's a long list, isn't it? Yeah. Get in with the research. But we've finally had... The US Grand Prix is back on the calendar after 2007. We were in, in 1982, there were three US Grand Prix, but for the past four or five seasons, they've been none. Bit, bit tragic now. Mm. Well, I, I did some research myself. And I, the last Grand Prix was in 2007 yeah. at Indianapolis. Indianapolis. Now, Lewis Hamilton won that. Lewis now, he's Hamilton in did, the yeah. spotlight at the moment. I was reading this week, McLaren said he's already regretted. Regret he's then, already regretted. Nah. Is that the Great. Yeah, but then again, his dads came out today and said he'll win a championship the next three years. So then who to believe? I Wait, think is that sour grapes though from McLaren that just he hasn't the, signed the, a new you contract. You cannot be a better team after losing that Lewis Hamilton. He's that influential, but, and that quick. You cannot be a better team. But what I've been reading, it. it sounds as if he's just you know he was certain to win in Singapore. Then yeah. they had the gearbox failure. He was certain to win in Abu Dhabi. Then now, the electrical failure. Now apparently after the Singapore race, he well from a close source I hear in the paper went he, straight to Mercedes. No, probably. he literally. He literally said, "Right, that's it. I'm quitting McLaren." It's not surprised. Bit of a He's rash to say. It's I mean, a bit of a rash decision. But if Fla- you don't trust the car, Fernando Alonso came out in a press interview and said, "I can't blame him." If you look at McLaren, have won a ch- construct this championship with all the teams are aiming for yeah. since 1998. You look at that; they have had the best car in 1999, 2000. They had the dominant car in 2005, 2007. 2008 and 2010 they're in it-ish so so what's gone wrong though for them though it's just I think they have a serious problem though they just cannot finish out seasons I mean you look at the points Hamilton's lost this year through pit stops retirement the fueling fit gate in Spain where they can't even send him to the back of the grid because they didn't put enough fuel in the car it's just that's just stupid errors though really yeah, it's, it's stupid you've got to be wiping them out and you they should they, you know, we, they should have been going yes yeah, so they had problems in the middle of the season they should have been miles down the road by then you know, they, they'd have the fastest car they turned up for Australia full second ahead of everyone else development race and all that yeah they caught up but even so they, you know, they, they had a dominant period in like around Hungary Belgium and, all that. and I mean you look at him he's fifth in the drivers championship enough and he's nearly 100 points behind Vettel that's not good both enough both Red Bulls are above both McLarens mm. there's a Lotus above them that no no low, no McLaren features in the top four not good enough and that, that is simply just not good enough yeah I mean, they'll be lucky. They're not going to get third. Raikkonen's too far uh, ahead. They'll no, be lucky no. fourth. Is Lewis Hamilton really going to be happy? And really, Mark a lot Webber. of people had him for the championships that mm. the year. 
Oh, really? You look at that championship title now, it's between two people. It's mathematically. It's mathematically two way championship. So it's Vettel, Vettel or Alonso. Vettel with a 10 point lead and the better car. Alonso with the wiliness and the craftiness and all of that that comes with My it. My prediction? Alonso. I'm going with Alonso to win the drive championship. As much as I'd like Alonso because it would like prove to Vettel that you can win without the fastest car, he's, Vettel's going to win it. Ooh. Controversy. You've gone Vettel, I've gone yeah. Alonso. Well, I mean, we'll I see think soon. Alonso, look at the US Grand Prix this weekend. I think that Alonso could get a win there, which will mean the gap will be down to seven. And Friday Vettel becomes comes come second. Mm. So going on to Brazil, which will be the mm. final round, I think it's going to be a real close. I think that's going to be one of those like, 2008 t- title deciders where last corner we still didn't know it was only come with the home straight that we knew Hamilton was going to win. I think this course, though, we've got the, we've got the map here. I think this course will throw up a lot of controversy. There's a lot of long straights. Uh, this ter- this course is uphill. It's worth pointing this out. Course, this course, yeah, the the elevation. If you haven't yeah. already seen the course, the elevation it like dips. It goes up. Yeah. I mean, it really and test the car and Mark Webber in the second part of the circuit is he loves that kind of sort yeah. of elevation and downhill straight there but it's the hairpin will hit let him down there's, there's, there's something with the, they're calling it the turn 8 of America and for non-Formula 1 fans turn 8 mm. is a corner in Turkey which became famous for being what, an exciting corner they've copied that effectively in turn 16 to 18 and that is what they're expecting all the action to be so if you're an American and you're not too sure where to get your tickets? Uh, my bet's down there. But you look at the bleacher turn too. I mean, basically, you can go straight through. They're barely going to have to turn. They're just going to have to. It's a little flat out. That's, that's yeah. copy of Cops and Maggots mm. and Beckett's round at Silverton. They've done that for a reason. I, mean, you I, got to, I you, think it's a crack of a track. I mean, the yeah. Americans have got this stereotype of being oval racing lovers, and there are no US drivers on the grid, so I'm not sure how popularity is going to be. Mm. It's worth pointing out the only North American driver on the grid is Sergio Perez from Mexico. So, mm. you know, look at American sports, if you go across the pond you which will at, be in a few minutes yeah so you look at it then I can't see Formula 1 being that big for that I can't I mean after Indygate which was 2005 Mitchell they brought the wrong tyres they had to pull out the race mm. only six six cars took part in that race well, that's just embarrassing. imagine going to Silverstone and getting told right lads there's only six of you being able to drive tyre tire screw up yeah. my bad so it's like oh yeah, yeah Dixon, Dixon's garage when they brought the wrong tyres <laughs> yeah. unless you want to just take them off the car park like then yeah. one lend tyres yeah so it's that that cost America big and Bernie mm. Eccleston's been pushing since the 1970s to get to New York next year there's going to be two years US races in there's going to be one in New Jersey opposite New York so he got mm. close so oh, that well, should be a cracking yeah then proven um, I'm not sure about this track Texas I think it's going to be very the it conditions has the potential it has to get plenty of liquid on board the yeah. drivers so, I mean, after like, so we'll be back next week but if you want to contact us in the meantime you can find us at the Facebook page which is www.facebook.com forward slash mad about your sport you can find us on Twitter so I'm Nathan Salt at, at Real K Collins that's Kieran Collins um, and you can also find us at the blog where we'll have loads of new material I've just done a well I'll put the pictures up there yeah we've got the pictures from Kieran's trip to Denver I've just done a, a racism row debate about Mark Clattenburg not being allowed to ref again yeah we've got all our hockey reports all on there and if you want to tell us about your fantasy teams your predictions anything really just get in touch yeah, I think yeah, yeah. and thanks very much for listening